Good morning, listeners. It's your boy, Mason Taylor, a.k.a. Mace Dizzle. Hey, guys, it's Alex, a.k.a. Ali Wu. And welcome to the second episode of Where's the Where's Action? Where's the Action? Oh, <laughs> oh great. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, so we have a full disclosure segment at the top of the show today. This episode is not going to be like other episodes. Um, we're already two episodes in, but um, yeah, this one's not going to be good. We're going to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> the movie that we're doing today, The Last Airbender from 2010, uh, does not, I can't even use the word terrible to describe it because it's an insult <laughs> to the word terrible. Um, so it's, it's, anyway, it's, it's, it's on its new level to say like, Oh, it's, it's, it's like, it's past describe- terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just, it just be hitting different. <laughs> like you think you've seen a terrible movie. Wait till you see this one. Uh, <laughs> um, this is, this is top, top five in the, the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. It's on a whole separate list, bro. Okay. Uh, honestly, I don't even know how much we have to say about this movie. So this might be like 10 minutes long. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, so there you have it. There's the full disclosure segment. Uh, let's dig into our sponsors for today, baby. We still have some. <laughs> um, so our first sponsor, um, he's a very dear friend of mine. Um, and he decided to get to the fast food game. Uh, and so he created this his own burger. And of course, I'm talking about the Travis Scott burger. Uh, you can get it right now at Mickey D's House of House of Ronald McDonald, baby. Uh, it's got it's a it's a quarter pounder with cheese, with lettuce, with bacon. Go get it right now. Six dollar meal deal with fries and a sprite. Bada bing, bada boom. Ali Woo, you got some sponsors for us, baby. Yes. So our second sponsor of the day is TikTok. Um, TikTok is a social media app. Uh, in the United States that currently at this time has been going through a lot of debate about staying in the United States because it's originally from China. But Mason and I love using the app. Um, a little bit more about the app is TikTok is the leading destination for short, mo- short form mobile video. Our mission is to inspire creativity and bring joy. Uh, on the app is literally anything. There's There's so much content and great things to watch and it's Overall, great app that I enjoy using. Um, great things to watch on there. Mm. <laughs> hopefully, it can stay in the U.S. for a very long time. So, Oh, I actually just read an article last night. There's a company called Oracle who's supposedly buying it in the U.S. Uh, so hopefully, it'll be sticking around. Um, that's, that's just what I heard last night. May or may not be true. And also, Walmart apparently is getting into it. Um, mm. But that's for, I don't know. Fact check me on that, subscribers. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah we have. Then, uh, huh? Our other, our other, our, <clears throat> our other sponsor, our last sponsor of the day. Um, so I recently just got a haircut. It's been quite some time since I got my last haircut. Haircut, quarantine haircut. <laughs> uh, this was from Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Um, there is a Blacksburg location here um, when I'm attending school. And overall, they always do a great job with my haircut. It's $19 for a regular haircut, but it also includes 
uh, a nice shampoo and conditioner treatment as well. So and a massage, get... apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's great haircut. It's it's always a good time there. Real real nice people. And yeah, I always go to Lady Jane's haircuts for men. So if you're in Blacksburg, um, they do specialize in men's haircut, but they do do ladies' haircuts, but mostly men's for the uh, majority yeah and that was a confusing thing for me because it's called (laughs) lady jane's and i thought okay that's a women's barber shop but no it's actually haircuts for men that's the tagline they've got right yeah yeah i well sponsors are done thank you for listening to those so we usually reserve this segment to dissect all the action scenes that we saw in the movie however I don't remember basically <laughs> anything from this movie, despite watching it two days ago. <laughs> I, I checked out the first five minutes. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to lie. I'm not capping right now. Um, so basically we are going to talk a little bit about those scenes, but we're, the majority of the segment is going to be about everything we didn't like. So <laughs> Ali Wu has a lot more to say about this movie than I do. So he's going to start us off, and we'll get rocking and rolling. Yeah, so the the parts of which I'm going to speak about, there's not really many. Um, as Mason mentioned, <laughs> there's only but so much we can talk about. But, yeah, we'll just go ahead and start off with one of the scenes. One of the scenes was at the beginning, where basically when when Ong, or also we know as Aang, <laughs> gets captured by Zuko um, at the very beginning of the movie and they're at a camp with earthbenders and and this is where like I saw like some earthbending alongside with just the regular firebending and what what stood out to me at this time was firebenders when so basically when the when Aang comes over and he like starts to revolt with the earthbenders at that area um they start fighting all the the security guards around the area uh what stood out to me was like firebenders were getting their firebending powers through a source of fire which is odd because in the original show they are able to just blow fire out of their hands but apparently in this movie you have to have an open fire (laughs) to start fighting so that's that was totally weird um and then yeah so like the good guys went in that area um and then like another moment in that fighting scene was like there's these four earthbenders and they they do like a set of moves for like three seconds they're like flinging their hands everywhere it it looks really cool it's a very like asian style fighting um but yeah they like do all these like cool moves and and the rock like one rock comes out of it maybe the size of like two or three backpacks combined uh, <laughs> so like children's like, backpacks not even, not even so, so like so so those, like that many people produced one rock that didn't even go that fast it was kind of like in slow motion in my opinion it's just taking its time to move over <laughs> it was all style no substance just like the movie seems to be <laughs> i was like wow all of that work 
for one rock? Um, okay, I was like, okay, I guess that's kind of action. Like something was moving. It technically passes as action. <laughs> yes. So, so that's one scene. Uh, I can move on to the other scene unless Mason, you have something else to say about that beginning scene. I don't remember it, so no, you're good. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the next scene. Um, so the blue spirit comes and rescues Aang. So Aang gets captured by another fire fire nation person, uh, General Zhao. Um, and so he captures Aang and brings him back to like this camp, uh, like a security camp, basically. And so the blue spirit, who is also Zuko, um, the other antagonist in the in the story and the blue spirit like the fighting scenes when he uh saves egg from the security area and like i don't know in this section there there's like a lot of fighting going on it's just like ang and blue spirit versus like all the security men and like the it's like the it's like a classic like jail scene where everyone riots in the in the main area <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's that, that that's what i thought it was it kind of reminded me of um but it's just like two versus like everybody else but like these two people are just like beating up everyone but what stood out to me was like in this scene like the the filming i don't know i think the filming just like did not feel right in that area I, it kind of felt like a like an iphone being <laughs> used oh. <laughs> and that's I, the I best know. praise you can give this movie <laughs> that would be a compliment um i don't know what happened i mean this this scene stood out differently than like the first scene so i, I don't know maybe it was just the bad lighting i don't know it was a yeah, dark I- I will say area. it was it was a dark scene, but I yeah. I mean I did like that. That's like one of the few things I remember is mm-hmm. the jailbreak scene because I remember it from the show too. Right. And I, I thought it was okay. I mean it's not it's just like the rest of the movie, not good, but I mean it's it's uh I don't know how to describe it. Um but yeah, I, I mean I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean the fighting was great. Uh, I just thought the filming I don't know what happened to the camera there, but <laughs> The guy, the camera uh, guy, fell asleep because it was night, and uh, <laughs> they just happened to catch all this. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then the last action scene that I liked um, was Iro, so or Eero, Uncle Eero, um, also known as Eero, <laughs> also known as Uncle Iro, was fighting General Zhao at one of the later fights. Um, so basically the fire nation comes over to the northern water tribe uh, because when ang escapes he flees to the northern water tribe and uh they come back and try to capture him but iroh and general zhao um although they were allies for temporarily for a moment um well it was actually like zuko and uncle iroh were plotting a plan against General Zhao. So, but like in one of the scenes, Iroh's fighting General Zhao and basically General Zhao does not stand a chance against him until Uncle Iroh is able to escape and General Zhao gets beat up by four waterbenders. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, 
I really like that just because like I like Uncle Iroh, so he's one of my favorite characters. Like yeah, he's book. certainly the best. Or, in, in the in the original show, but not in the movie. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they they did some changes that you're going to talk about later in a yeah. later segment. Um, okay. So I Maybe. really only had one memory from this movie. Full disclosure, I saw this back in what was it, 2010 when it came out? Not in theaters, mm-hmm. just like on Nickelodeon or whatever. And the only thing I remember was the big tsunami at the end, where Ang, as we're going to call him. Um, was up on the big bridge thing and you know the final blow to the fire nation was just this big tsunami um i don't know i mean what a interesting climax i think they could have i mean okay full disclosure again (laughs) i haven't fully seen the first book of the show all the way through i've only not seen the last two episodes of it um i obviously watched it as a kid but i didn't understand it as much so I revisited it recently, but I haven't seen the last two episodes. So help me out, Alex. Is the tsunami, uh, is that show accurate? Um, kind of. Uh, Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> um, it does relate to it, but it doesn't get the, the, same, the same thing what happened in the actual show. So I don't want to spoil it to you, but it, there, there are waves happening. But it was it was used differently. <laughs> it hit different. Um, it just it, it wasn't like a big one yeah. big tsunami the, wave. There's there's much there was much more to the scene. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that one wave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all that work for one wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they they could have ended the movie in like scene one. Just you know, go on. Have, have one tsunami engulf the fire nation bada bing bada boom um but uh but yeah i mean i don't know it was pretty cool yeah. it didn't really stir any emotions in me just like the rest of the movie but um that's the only thing i remember really about the final fight so that's that's the only action scene i have <laughs> okay are we ready to move on yep all right so the next segment is our favorite part we each have one. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start. My favorite part was when the end credits rolled, man. I was ready to hit back on the Roku remote and just yeet on out of that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my favorite part. Literally nothing in the movie was worth talking about for my favorite part. Um, so, yeah, that's my favorite part. End credits. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to have to say the same thing. End <laughs> credits. <laughs> I, nothing really stood out to me. Uh, like it was, it was just the. It was kind of just like, this is this is a movie where you just kind of put in the background, but you just really don't watch it. You no, just, no, no. You don't even put this in the background. You never <laughs> watch this ever again. I, I don't know. If you, this is like something you you put on TV when like no one is watching. So like three a.m., four a.m. <laughs> they need. Yeah, and you know what it is. You would put it on like if you were interrogating somebody. They would give you any answer they want if you just turned it off. I feel like that would be a good bargaining chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like the creators, like great idea, but it, I think it would could have been implemented. Way yeah. Better. So my thing is, if you don't know, the director of this movie, M. Night Shyamalan, um, he directed my favorite movie, which is The Sixth Sense, which we. I eh, probably won't talk about. It. There's no action. Uh, 
a great movie. Go check it out. But uh, but yeah, I don't. I just don't know how, in a director of his caliber, made this type of movie. I just it baffles me how this was, <laughs> how this was a thing. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think we're done with that segment. All right. <laughs> time for the the best segment of the show um the segment's called does not pass the vibe check <laughs> um i'm just gonna say it the entire movie does not pass the vibe check nothing redeemable about it we've already trashed it enough um uh, alex i know you've got some individual things you want to talk about that does not pass the vibe check so the the part that doesn't really pass the vibe check for me uh, is what we really make fun of the movie about too is the mispronunciation of the characters' names. Uh, they don't go along with the original show pronunciations. And so, like the very beginning of the scene where Aang gets discovered, um, Sokka and Soka. Well, well, how you say it in the show is so or Sokka, but in the movie, um, Katara says it as Soka. <laughs> that threw me for a loop, bro. I was like, who? Who, who Soka? <laughs> um, yeah, and then another name that gets mispronounced is Ang, also known as in the movie Ong. I, I, I don't know what happened. Um, Ong and Soka do not sound smooth at all <laughs> oh no oh and you, did you also notice um they pronounced avatar like avatar oh yeah oh yeah yeah I, i'm avatar on <laughs> apparently i looked it up because i had to apparently the director thought let's pay respect to the culture you know the eastern civilization where this movie is inspired by and the show is inspired by too, but when you're making an adaptation, you just don't change the main character's name for that. I, I mean, yeah. no, <laughs> I guess it was a nice sentiment, but uh, and then and then and then my last one, the name, one of my favorite characters is in the movie or in the show is Uncle Iroh, and then in the movie they say it as Uncle Ero. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I, 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 I just not did not like that overall. It just like did not make the movie flow well, in my opinion, with these names. And then also, Uncle Uncle Iro had so in the in the movie he has like long dark hair, kind of like dreads. And then <laughs> in the show he has like short white hair um, that goes up. <laughs> oh, well, there's a <laughs> behind the scenes where Uncle Eero uh, went to the reggae tribe and uh, spent two weeks there. So <laughs> that's probably why he has dreads. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> For his vacation. That, the, the, the names, in my opinion, does not pass the vibe check for me. Um, so that's my segment for this. Part. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a valid point that does not pass the vibe check. Um, so I've got two specific answers that do not pass the vibe check. The first one is the entire Fire Nation is com is uh, comprised of only uh, Indian people, which is interesting. And I'm not talking Native American, I'm talking like Indian. Uh, I don't know, I mean the director's Indian. Uh, was he trying to make a point about something? I don't really know. <laughs> it was just an odd choice to me to have all the enemies as 
as Indian than, than everybody else. Uh, I don't know. It was a weird choice for me. And then the other thing that does not pass the vibe check is an eight-year-old having head tattoos. Um, so in the show, Aang has a the classic arrow on his head, but it is not a tattoo. It's just a glowy thing, right? Right. And in the movie, it is just a bunch of tattoos, and you described it best when you said, yeah, they're like the fake ones you put on at Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like those, it's like those little ones that... Um, put some water on the on the tattoo, and then you peel it off, and like, oh, I have a tattoo. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was just I like mean... it was it, so like the the arrow was made of like little characters to make up the arrow looking shape. Uh, but I was like, wait, those look like just little tattoos all making up. <laughs> yeah, shape. bro. I don't know what they're doing to eight year olds, but like that <laughs> having tattoos on it, it's just a weird style <laughs> choice, man. Yeah. I don't know. So that didn't pass the vibe check for me. All right. So any last words about this movie before we get in the rating system? Um, not really. Um, watch the original show. It's great. So just don't watch the movie. <laughs> yes. Perfect. I could sum it up any better. This movie is devoid of any heart or humor. Um, <laughs> there's nothing redeemable about it. Unless you are very, very drunk and you just you want to laugh at something, then this is the this is the thing to put on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, what is <laughs> so we're at our rating on a scale of one to five moon spirits, aka the koi fish. Um, <laughs> what would you what would you rate the last Airbender? Um, I think I would rate it one and a half out of five. Whoa. Why so? Why such a big number? You gotta, you gotta give it some effort, like a point for like effort for like the bending. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that C- the CGI at that time was too complex for for bending or not. Um, but yeah, a for or, or a point for effort. I was about to say a, but no, it does not. A for um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, one point for for eff- effort for the bending, and then point five, I guess, for 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 trying to put a very popular show onto a movie. Um, but yeah, one point five. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna give it a. Oh, this is tough. I'm gonna say point two five out of five stars. <laughs> out of five out of five moon spirits. Um, oh my gosh. Just because I liked, I'll be honest, I liked the dreads. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I thought the dreads were a good stylistic choice. Um, really elevated this movie to the next level. Um, <laughs> so that's why it's getting 0.25 out of 5 koi spirits. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so my final thought is I think this movie would serve uh, better as a show, you know. Netflix was in talks to make a live action show about it. So mm-hmm. I think it would be much better as a show just because the source material is a show. And when you do the opposite, it's kind of hard to fit everything in and get all the good, good stuff in a movie. So yeah, that's my, that's the rating system, man. <laughs> so if they brought back a live action show, they have to have dreaded dreads. Um, I, Uncle Iroh with dreads. <laughs> yes. They have to have these same actors. <laughs> 
Fire Nation's Indian, and um, Aang has to have tattoos. That's just that's. <laughs> okay, so on to the fun fact segment. Um, this is not from a subscriber slash listener, just because we don't have any yet. Um, but this is a an in-house question. Um, so the question is: If you could bend, which power would you want? I will go first. I would like to bend fire, uh, just because it looks the coolest. And I'm going by the show fire, so you don't have to have a source for it. You can just conjure it up in your hand anytime you want. Um, it looks the coolest, and I don't know. I feel like I could uh, pick up some chicks with fire bending. Uh, you know, if I was camping and I'm not very good at starting fires with sticks and stones or whatever, but you know, I could just conjure up a, a fireball and yeet it onto the campfire. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Um, also, I'd probably burn myself a lot, but uh, yeah, that's just me. What about you? Well, I don't think you can burn your own self if you're producing fire. I mean, oh, you don't think? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, like, you, you if might. I lit a fire, like, can you light it other than your hand? Yeah, it comes. It comes from your your like. You can bend fire from your feet, from your from your mouth. I'm picturing like I raise my arms and shoot it out of my armpits. Oh. Would that be? Could I do that? That didn't happen in the show. I just saw like fire coming from the hands, the feet, and the mouth. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, I I. I Okay. I mean, I like fire. I think it's cool looking. Uh, I think you probably have the same answer, right? Yeah, I I would say fire bending. Um, so Iroh and Zuko are my favorite characters um, in the show. So I'd say fire bending for me. Um, I think fire bending would also be very beneficial for cooking as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could just grab a piece of meat and just put it in your hand and then just like start cooking <laughs> imagine a burger just <laughs> I know. imagine a travis uh, scott burger on your hand bro oh no don't even get me started on the burger <laughs> uh, yeah so i i'd say fire bending uh, i think it looks the coolest as well um i think it also could do the most damage to anything um yeah i think there's the most action with fire <laughs> and that's all that's all you're in it for the action yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah that wraps that wraps everything up right what a podcast yeah what a podcast episode i'm not sure the time stamp of this yet uh but you obviously will listener um but yeah i think it was a good episode man fun to talk about bad movies <laughs> yeah yeah um we, uh, <laughs> so what happened was when we were choosing the movie, Mason let me choose the movie. And last I, time I do that, <laughs> I was just looking through, you know, the action category of Netflix, and I gave Mason a list of movies, and this was one of them. And and he was like, "No, you just decide which movie." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So <laughs> last time that ever happens on this podcast. <laughs> last airbender it is <laughs> yep okay well wow what an episode all right thanks for tuning in uh don't forget to follow our socials whatever we're on when you listen to this go follow it go subscribe it go like it 
Tell your friends, grandma, neighbor, dog, whatever. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Join us next week. Um, it's going to be a surprise. I don't want to spoil it right now. Uh, let's just say Alex and I have been waiting for this movie for a long time, and we're finally going to watch it. <laughs> so, yeah, tune in next week. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Alex, you got anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy. Um, watch the original show, all four seasons. Uh, it's really good. And yeah. see you guys next time. Yep. Don't forget to order that Travis Scott burger <laughs> while watching TikTok and getting a haircut <laughs> at Lady Jane's. <laughs> Full circle, baby. <laughs>